0: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select Camp miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears.
1: Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack.
2: Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus Plus present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
1: Fox Sports Radio, welcome inside. Final hour tonight. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hobo. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com, I hope you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, we got more on the Rams' loss to the Bengals coming up in a few minutes, including... The biggest question of the night, I still can't get or understand the 2-2 at well touchdown that got overturned. It's a big question about replay in the NFL, and it's everything wrong with replay. But before we get to that, I, I, there's certain things in in sports and life that you only come to with time. And after yesterday, because I know, okay, Jason, the Jets, what, yeah, I know, it was Awful! I, I feel like Stephen A. Smith. It was awful. It was abysmal. It was the worst experience that I've ever had watching a game. It was unforgivable. It was it was an absolute train wreck. It was uh yeah. That was the Jets Patriots game, right? That was the Jets Patriots game. And I was going to make a bunch of jokes there. It was terrible. It was it but, was it wasn't worth my. Because really, you should be was, screaming about
3: it the whole
1: yeah. time. No, no, but I, I like to do the whole look. It was abysmal. It was awful. It was. Uh, <laughs> that's what it was. And. There are so many things with the game, starting with how bad Zach Wilson was, turtling on the Jets' first possession, going down with a sack when he's untouched. Kind of tripping over his own feet a couple of times, yeah. And then, as bad as he was, not being able to move the Jets, and ending on a 4th and 10 with the game on a line, and he throws the ball to the line of scrimmage on 4th and 10. This is Zach Wilson. He is unfixable, and the Jets aren't good. And you saw from the Jets on Sunday, when the last two weeks with Zach Wilson, that, oh, they're not as good as we thought they were. The Jets' wide receivers outside of Garrett Wilson, they're all pedestrian. The offensive line has a lot of problems. The Jets are just not as good as we thought they were. And this is where Aaron Rodgers would have covered up a lot of those those faults, but he's not there. Well, we're Tom Brady, now you look at how many faults did Tom Brady cover up for the Patriots for like 20 years, right? He covered up a lot of them. And it was frustrating and I start to understand now when people just stop becoming fans of their teams that they've rooted for their whole life. I, I I really do, and it's 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 something that I've seen and and you've seen it. We've all seen it over the course of last year. It's a Thanksgiving or Christmas or some kind of holiday you're hanging out with your family and and you're talking with you know you know Uncle Pete is there and everybody else you're talking about your favorite team and 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 hey Pete what do you think about this and Pete goes ah eh, yeah and nah, I don't really watch anymore. What do you mean you don't watch anymore? Yeah, and nah, I kind of stopped watching a while ago. Why? I don't know, I just did. People as you get older and these are all these are all fans and and, and people I've known that are in their 60s at least they get to that point where they just yeah, I just stopped watching. And all of these fans that I've known over my life have one thing in common. Their teams that they root for stink. And they can't find their way out of it for a long period of time. These are Lions fans, Jets fans, Raiders fans, Mets fans like me, everybody. And they all the same thing in common. When your team stinks, you get to a point where it's, why am I investing my time in this anymore? And the Jets have now been, they're into their second decade of sucking mm-hmm. okay second decade of hey we can't get it right three or four iterations of gms and head coaches and we can't put together one wild card playoff season that wears on you man it really does and now look it, i'm I'm still young for that because you know i'm 52 and i still doing this for a living the jets are going to torment me for the rest of my yeah, life sure. but i understand people and fans who just go you know what I'm sick of just them upsetting me. I'm sick of not getting any joy out of watching the games, when the only joy I get in the off season, because people say maybe we'll be good this year, and the joy is, well, we're not playing any games, so we're not losing. That's not enough, <laughs> and and I get why people say, yeah, what do you do? Well, you don't watch games. What do you do? Well, I don't know. My wife and I, we go to a beer garden, or we, you know, we went to a farmer's market, or I do woodworking in the garage, and I listen <laughs> to old songs from the '60s, or you know, stuff like that. I do different things on Sunday, and. I realize that th- this is a one-way relationship, and it's a bad relationship because all it does is bring me heartache. and And I'm I'm looking at the lat, you know, since 2011 that it's just been awful every year. And the team can't get out of its own way, no matter who the quarterback is, no matter who the head coach is, no matter who the GM is. And here we are again. And I'm watching the Jets going. This is another bad season, staring me in the face because the Jets didn't plan for something happens to Aaron Rodgers. We're going to go with a guy that we replaced Aaron Rodgers with, thinking he he can somehow be the guy. I watch another head coach in Robert Sala who looks like the offensive side of the football is too much for him. And he's a defensive head coach because there's no way an offensive head coach would say, yeah, this is a great game plan for me. I can understand who these players all are and where they fit into a system. And I, I, I get it because I feel that someday that. that probably going to wind up being me, whether it's the Mets or the Jets, or when I stop doing this and my wife's going to say to me, don't you want to watch the Jets on Sunday? No, let's do anything but. <laughs> let's go to the movies. I'll go see Tears for Fears in concert if they're playing wow. on a Sunday, then go watch the Jets. That's kind of a big deal. I'm not going to do it. you mean that? It. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, let's see if I pay this off in, in 10 or 12 years. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I understand when that happens to people, and I didn't used to. It's like, but you, you watch them all year and they meant so much to you. Yeah, but sometimes relationships that you have in your life are good for a certain amount of time. They realize. Okay, it's done. People don't watch wrestling their entire life. They have a 3 or 4 year run where I'm huge into WWE and then I move on to something else. And then you come back. And
3: then you back. always come yeah. back.
1: It's like yeah. <laughs> it's like I went into my big run of watching the Simpsons. I stopped watching the Simpsons. I back watched the Simpsons. I leave why? Simpsons going to run forever since leads year 55 You're right like now. yeah, I haven't seen this right. one. This is from season 30. But the uh, <laughs> <laughs> This is Treehouse of Horror 77. I I can't I didn't see this one yet. And and that's kind of where I can I can see the 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 end of the tunnel for for my teams especially looking at the Jets going this is another they were supposed to be great. Everything was great. The roster was great. And now we see the last few weeks they have problems that go deeper than just the quarterback and it's are they ever going to get it right? Are they ever going to grab the the two back-to-back AFC Championship games we had which now I got to explain to millennials and gen z. The Jets and the AFC yeah, it's back-to-back years with Rex Ryan. Uh they were so long ago. And it's and 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 it's and it, it's 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 a lifetime ago. In fact, when I saw the headline today, Ryan said no to Jets. I, for a second, I thought, "Oh my God, is Rex Ryan saying I'm not going to come back to coach the Jets?" No, it was Matt Ryan saying I have no interest in coaching and coming back to play quarterback for the Jets. Meanwhile, the Jets weren't calling him. His agent called the Jets, and the Jets said, "No, no thanks, because you stink too." You know, we got one guy that stinks already. We don't need two guys who stink. And now Matt Ryan's trying to get ahead of the curve by going, "Yeah, no, I'm not interested no, in playing it's like anyway. a coach." Getting out of a you're not getting the job. Yeah.
3: He's withdrawn from consideration. Yeah. Wait, if
1: you're not interested in, yeah. in getting the job, then why did your agent call? That I doesn't know. make any sense, yeah. right? You wanted the gig. And there's nobody out there for the Jets to go get unless they make a bold move and a bold trade that could eventually happen. But is that really good? Is that going to change things? Really, it's taken two games to go from here's all the optimism and everything that was going to go on with Roger. Now it's, it's the same thing every single year. And when you're going on the second decade of no playoffs, how long do fans stick around for? I really. How long? How long do you stick around and say before you say, you know what? They've broken me. I've I've had enough, and I'm going to do something else. Maybe I'll come back. You know what I'll do? I'll come back when they're winning because that's what they. I, you can if, be like Fireman A. and if that doesn't oh, happen, they didn't win any. And it, he just got desperate. He just came back, and if that doesn't happen. Then I don't come back. But if they start, because I want to have some kind of enjoyment. And when you're younger, you think, okay, I can balance all these things. When you get, Okay, you know what? I, I, I really don't feel like watching. i, I have get me in a bad mood now on Sundays for f- 15 years. Why am I going to continue with that? You're, you're talking to a man who's got a city trapped in
3: 1985. <laughs> They're trapped. 19, on, 19, 1985. On timelines, I see tributes to the
1: super fans.
3: Arguing, hoping for a better time
1: with Coach Ditka back on the sidelines, my friend. Hey, how about instead of showing Bears games from this year, we show a Bears game every week from 1985, and we pretend that it's like the current game, and we talk about it and analyze it. Think about it. The highlight
3: of this Bears season, and stay with me here, the highlight of this Bears season is going to be a video taken... By arguably the greatest running back of all time, where he captured Travis Kelsey and Taylor
1: Swift yes. walking through a hallway. Yes. Jared Davis. Yes. The son of the greatest running back of all time, capturing the video of, of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. That leads the Bears' yearbook that they show on that ESPN. That's the, the, the greatest moment of the Bears' season. Yeah. That, yeah. Is
3: that? Yeah. That you. As progeny of the greatest running back and Bears Hall of Famer, you captured that video that went viral across social media and put you on all these platforms. That's the highlight of 2023. That's where we're at with mine. So don't give me your sad sack
1: Jets crap. Dude, you had the Super Bowl. Your team was the most dominant team. Maybe the second most famous Super Bowl team of all time behind my team because, you know, they change the NFL. But you still have a win when you were alive. You have That's the a fair point. Bears. That's a fair point. I did, I did have that, and then right. I had
3: Sexy Rexy. Yeah, uh, you know, and you had and, a Super Bowl. And, and you Prince went to another Super Bowl jet, in two thousand eight. No, no, I get that, but I, I understand your plight, though, because it is the same thing. And look, I didn't buy into all the preseason hype that people were trying to sell about the Bears this year. Justin Fields MVP consideration. I was like, all right, it'll be a serviceable top ten fantasy guy running around again. And they've taken that away from us. As my fantasy is. One of my fantasy teams I can't even start him in fantasy anymore. Look, I'm in trouble because I got one guy concussed. I have to start Joshua Dobbs this week. (laughs) Listen, in in a uh, super flex. Here are my three quarterbacks. Fields,
1: Carr, Garoppolo. Ooh, that's rough. All
3: three of them, they may not play this week. No, no,
1: no. Yeah, you're right. No, that's rough, man. That's rough. All right, Fields will probably play, but I mean...
3: This will be where Denver's defense actually comes back to play after being shamed. I mean, the shame bell was out all day long. You know, you know long.
1: what you do is get Patrick Mahomes. Oh,
3: there yeah, you let, know, let me go get it. him. I solved it for you. Nice, you're done. You don't need to just get can, Patrick Mahomes. You, can your dad make a trade into my league? <laughs> Long story. you got to listen to the whole show. Go to the oh, iHeartRadio app. Dad, uh, download the podcast. We'll love you forever. I
1: don't but, think Jamar Chase is going to be any good this year. But I dad!
3: Un- <laughs> don't trade Jamar Chase after week one, Dad! Dad, don't do it! He should be on the not trade list. Are you sure you want to do this? You been eliminated. 26 points tonight, Dad! You, you've points. been eliminated as the manager of this team. Uh, look, I, I understand your, your play. I mean, I, look, I watch with the White Sox. Look, ownership in Chicago in general. It's the let me know when they change ownership. My my dad still pays attention because he wants to talk to my brothers and I about sports.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
1: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. He's fully converted to Tampa. And even then, you know what he
3: cares about most? The Lightning. Yeah, sure. He reads previews Why of not? Lightning games before they start. He's paid attention to the Rays, watches the Bucks some, certainly during the Brady time, because it took took over all conversations. But his his heart is with the, the hockey team there right now, as opposed to traditionally what you would have watched uh and and been discussing you know, in Chicago uh, and throughout our, our history. For me, yeah, I, I'm kind of with you. You know, once these the, the headset and the microphone uh, are out of my life, how much am I paying attention? I don't know. I'm, t- I'm tired of being a party trick.
1: You know what he does? Hey, he does sports, and he's a Bears fan.
3: Go talk to him. Well, just in general. Oh, hey, fantasy. Do you fantasy? Like, oh, no. <laughs>
1: Who outed me? Uh, Who did it? No, so it's- But it's then a, to be famous, the guy, 10 years out it's going to be, yeah, that's Mike, yeah. You know, he told me 10 years ago I should start Josh Freeman at quarterback in a game, and I lost. I've never forgiven him for that. that that's like 20 years ago. <laughs> no, I, I actually remember that, because 10 years ago, I recommended it when he made his first start with the, uh, uh, with the Vikings. No, Giants, right? Josh Freeman. Josh Freeman, right? When he left Tampa- Making his first start with the Vikings against the Giants. I want look to look at you, right? you're remembering Vikings Vikings because this guy I'd, I'd met, he's you know, I, I, yeah, you know, I, I didn't think we we're gonna be friends. He's a really nice dude. I said, like, What do you think? And I said, I think Josh Freeman, they're gonna show him off and he's gonna throw the football a ton. He had a horrible game, and I'm like, I Well, can't, he went to Indianapolis. I can't talk to that guy again. I said, I can't talk to him again. This is like 2012, 2012 ish for Josh Freeman. Yeah, he did go to Minnesota. Yeah, yeah that was it. Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. First game was against the Giants, and I said, yeah, they're going to show him off. He's going to he throw the ball He went 12, but game. he
3: did throw the ball 53 times. Yeah, but what was the stats that game? 20 of 53 <laughs> yeah, for okay.
1: 190. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No touchdowns, right? No. Yeah, no touchdowns, yeah. So he was worth how many picks? One interception. So he was worth five points. He was worth five points. He five was points. Uh, yeah. sacked once. And I never talked to that guy again. I, I felt so bad. I'm like, any time we're at school, I, I can't talk to him again. I told him to play Josh Freeman. I can't do it. He threw the ball 53 I times. I know. I was right. I said they showed him off. He threw it. But he, you know, 190 yards. Yeah, but,
3: but like I always say, and, I, and I've been doing the fantasy side of this for a very long time. It's like, look, all I can hope for and, and give you the analysis of is that you're going to have opportunity. What they do with said opportunity is not... You know, in my purview. If I tell you this guy's probably going to get 15 touches today, Mm -hmm. you feel pretty good about that most days, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes he barely falls forward. Mm -hmm. Case in in point. Look at Derrick Henry. Double-digit touches. Yeah. Didn't average the length of his body. Yeah, no. No, (laughs) the era of King Henry might be over. Might. Yeah, he should trade, trade him somewhere else. Forget about Tannehill getting traded. How about you trade Henry? Free him from that cocoon.
1: All right, Jets. We'll give you Tannehill, but you got to take Henry too. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> Twitter at how about a fresca, Mike at swollen dome. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Hart. But I get, I get why people just stop watching their well, team. Well, you don't want pain anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming up next, we have more on the biggest play from Monday Night Football from the Rams' loss and. The Jets were were so bad and have been so bad, they're taking the Cowboys down with them. Wait, what? Yeah, that's next right here.
2: Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
1: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. One-hit wonder night. Now being one-hit wonder night, the first one-hit wonder Tyshirt picks out is what's going on or what's up. Did you see that? It's just been redone by Dolly Parton. I thought she did it very originally, and this is a remake of that. Now that would be
3: kind of interesting. Because
1: didn't she do all these songs like in the 70s that didn't make any headlines, and now suddenly they're all being redone? And oh, look at this.
3: Well, she's doing some of that. I I forget what, uh, who wrote this one? Um, Four Non Blondes. No, no, no. But the writer. What's it? Linda, Bob Hope. Linda Perry? Does
1: that make sense? Steve Perry. He's sang oh, Sherry. Steve Perry. <laughs> should have been gone. <laughs> That's one of my favorite videos because he's just sitting by himself and he sings, it, and everybody stops and looks at him like, ooh. What's no, it's going good. On? Hey, by the way, Linda Perry, on? I'm right. Linda Perry, okay. I win. All right. I, didn't I don't think know you what were it, wrong. I don't know what it gets me. I didn't think you were wrong.
3: Well, but you know what? Sometimes you want to
1: have that. Nobody knows who Linda Perry is, so I said Steve Perry. People <laughs> understand who Steve Perry is. Yeah. You know what, Brandon, you didn't even know who Linda Perry was. You
3: have no idea. You and have then no Steve, idea. Steve Perry, when you know, Don't Stop Believing became adopted by all sorts of teams, suddenly he was not a recluse anymore. <laughs> Should have been gone!
1: Oh what, uh, a, what a great song that is. That's it the free yeah, that's when you thought, oh hey, well, he's gonna have a career you know, outside of Journey. Have- <laughs> he's, gonna, he's gonna have a career. Uh the Jason Smith show with my best friend Mike Harmon live from the Tyrect dot studios. So We'll get to the Rams in a second, but just how bad the Jets were is that then, now they're taking the Cowboys down with them. Well, all right, because. Well, and Joe Namath already. Uh... Joe Namath, who said, Zach Wilson is <laughs> terrible. We have to get rid of him and bring in a new Yeah, of course Joe, we do. do. Do you want to hear of him say it? Of course
3: we do, Joe. It? That was God, a good impression. Yes. That is pretty good. Here's... Hey, Alex, can we hear uh, Joe Namath? Here's Joe Namath from earlier today. And
1: you brought up the coaching. How can a coach make things better for Zach?
0: How can a coach say the locker room's together? How many teams have we been on? Are you telling me there aren't some cats on the defensive side saying, whoa, man, what's wrong with you? Yeah, there's not all harmony in the locker room. And if there is, they need to get rid of the people. You got to get people in there that are competitors and want to fight to win. These guys don't have to be in love with each other. And if they if they're saying they're in love with each other, they're BSing you, yeah. and you got to get rid of them, top to bottom.
2: What would you, if you, if somebody handed you Zach Wilson and said, okay Joe, make him better, what would you do?
0: I want to kiss you. Kansas City to back up against somebody like Mahomes, maybe it would learn something. I wouldn't keep him. You know, I've seen enough of Zach Wilson. (laughs) All right, I've seen enough. Has quick feet, can throw a little bit, but I don't believe what's going on up there.
1: I want to kiss you. This is a terrible team and I don't know that there's any way forward and as I get older, Bill Walt and I start to sound the same a little bit with each other. Uh, Look, that was that was I want to kiss you on New York radio early tonight. WFAN. Uh, He's done on the mic. Sorry, ESPN in New York. Michael K. Show Uh, for now. Anyway, Uh, look, there's there's no way that this can go forward. And just to see that this gets bad outside of New York, the Cowboys lose yesterday to the Cardinals. And the Cardinals came into the game. Hey, they were ready to go toe-to-toe with the Cowboys, and they made Dallas look pedestrian. Dak Prescott looked pedestrian. Mm -hmm. They picked him off in the end zone. Dak Prescott throws a pass. I don't know how the hell he throws that ball amidst three Cardinal defenders. I don't get it. I don't I know that they miss Travon Diggs, but come on, man. Josh Dobbs going up and down the field well, but, against you.
3: But Travon Diggs isn't the guy that's supposed to go up and get after right. James Conner. Right. And, right? And, and I mean everybody yeah. that started to say that, like he leaves and it all falls apart. It's like yeah. He Hit in the gut, trying, no, 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 no. To, trying
1: to tackle. No, and where's Micah Parson? Didn't see his, his name said a lot Ooh, yesterday. Not until very late. How do the Cardinals? Do, how does Zach Wilson not do anything? And Josh Dobbs is able to go up and win this game, right? This is this is insanely bad. It made me feel even worse. But this is how bad it is for the Cowboys now. Is that as Better good coaching. as they looked? Maybe the Cowboys are just okay, and the Giants and Jets are absolutely terrible. And maybe that it's a case of they just look great against two of the worst teams in the league. Two of the worst offenses in all of football. Because that's what it was. Right? The Giants of these teams, they played 24 quarters of football. The only two good quarters of football they've had offensively, the Giants two quarters against the Cardinals last week. The Jets offense has been abysmal. And what did you see on Sunday the last couple of days? It's not just Zach. Zach is bad. The wide receivers are pedestrian. They can't get any separation. The offensive line for the Jets is bad. Look at the Giants. Just a bunch of jags at wide receiver. They can't. Daniel Jones couldn't, couldn't find anybody to be able to throw the football to. They can't run when Saquon Barkley is out. And when they did have him, they were really bad week one. Maybe the Giants offense is no good. We thought it was going to be good. At, they were going to build on last year, but every year is different. And so far, what I know, the Giants stink and the Jets stink stink. And the Cowboys beat the crap out of both of them. You know what's and great about look, it is we get them both in prime yeah, time this week. Well, maybe that gets flexed. and then but, but, but the Cardinals, who are competing for the number one overall pick in the draft, nobody told them that. They come out and they're able to beat the Cowboys and look good doing. They get out to a lead, and I don't buy for a second as, oh, the Cowboys were flat and that's why they come. No, okay, yeah, I get it. You're not all the way up for every game in the NFL season. Once or twice you're flat. But this still should have been a game the Cowboys won in a big way, if they were good. Well, and they didn't. And the Cardinals looked really good. And so all I know about the Cowboys is maybe they're overrated now. As good as they looked last year, looked the best team in the NFL through two weeks, maybe they're just kind of who they were. Maybe the Eagles are still the best and the Cowboys are way down because all they've done is be two teams that have two of the worst offenses in the entire league. That's what the Cowboys have done. So maybe they're not that good.
3: You know what? Whenever we get into the college pro analysis of look-aheads and whatever, I don't buy that for a minute. Right. Because every game, and particularly at the professional level, you're looking towards your next contract. You're looking to keep your job and your reps. And when you have an opponent like this where you're on pace and, and scheduled to to go and roll over, and in this case, the Cowboys, depending on where you got in, what, 12 to 13 and a half is mm-hmm. your line, right? That you're favored. Every one of these guys is looking, going, I'm going to get to pad my stats in this one. Right, I'm going to mm. score a touchdown. I'm going to have my way, and what? And and then you didn't, right? For Micah Parsons, I'm sure he's like, I'm going to be able to tee off for that defense. We're going to be able to go in and dominate like we did because these last because couple maybe weeks. they'll
1: single they'll they'll try to block me with one guy like the Jets did for four quarters, and I'll pressure the quarterback eleven bleeping times. But that's just it, right? You learn from Hackett's mistakes. The, G- uh, the, the Jets look, coaching, underestimated staff. The Jets him. coaching <laughs> staff stinks. And maybe the Giants coaching staff stinks because Brian Dable's not at the Giants. I mean, maybe these teams just stink. Maybe they're just not good. And, and the I'm going to give them credit. Beating them, okay, you beat two really bad teams, but it doesn't mean we're great. We lost to the bleeping Cardinals. But here's another great uh,
3: example of may- maybe the guy doesn't win the initial presser. Right? Gannon looked like an idiot, mm-hmm. right? And they like all sorts of random analogies that made no sense. And now we are we hold up Dan Campbell and like, all right, it was a crazy intro, but he's got these guys playing. For Gannon, look, they're all playing for something. And right now they're playing for him. They're playing hard. That's it's the one thing you could say through three weeks. They may not be any good. They may only win three games. But mm-hmm. these guys are out here playing, and they just took down the, the Cowboys. Why? Because they punched him in the mouth repeatedly. And James Conner came out, you know, 14 carries, 98 yards, a sledgehammer football. Mm-hmm. And they never got behind. Because that's the other thing, right? We always, you know, you got guys that are sometimes the the front runners and, and it looks better when you're ahead. And I don't want to discredit Prescott's first half last week entirely, right? Because he was efficient, got the ball out, made plays, et cetera. But here, you're behind. Changes how you have to focus. Changes how you call a game and all of that. And it never they never got on track, right? Gallup, six catches, ninety-two yards. CD Lamb was limited to four for fifty-three. There's your guy that I'm sure was sitting there going, hey, there's no Buda Baker. They're banged up in the secondary. We're gonna have have our day. And then they didn't. And so for the Cowboys, I mean, you'd still rank them third in the conference, though, right? San Francisco and uh, the
1: Eagles. San Francisco, the Eagles. Yeah, probably.
3: Probably still third. Probably. I what that I, means yeah. long term, but it's it's the question we ask of a lot of these guys. Like,
1: yeah, I like but you but from it's, here. But now it's closer. Like, are they as now? Are the are the are they closer to the Packers? Maybe are they closer to the Lions? Maybe those know, are two teams a little bit, I, yeah. I think
3: are going to be really interesting as the season goes on. Right? right? Packers yeah. eke out the win. Congratulations on your plus one and a half in that one because that hook saved you. So <laughs> you got you got that one. Um, but when we we look at it going forward, I, I'll still look at this roster. I still think they, they may need another running back. I don't know how much Dowdle uh, is, is a guy that, you know, and Deuce Vaughn are guys, if Tony Pollard misses any time, you're going to be able to rely on. Mm-hmm. But at least for now, I think you're in a pretty decent spot. But the division, like what's Washington now? Do we suddenly think differently of them after getting dismantled like they did? The cannibalization see.
1: Washington lost like that, but then they beat Denver, who lost by 50. Yeah, no, you can do that that, the whole time. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, no, no. they're, they're a whole but other, that, but that's how bad sun.
1: the Jets are now. They're bringing they're bringing other teams down with them, that, just because they beat them. Yeah, now people think we stink because we beat you and yeah. you stink. Transited property. I mean, really, yeah. I, how do the Cardinals? How do they run the football? How do they throw the? I mean, it really, it's players, it's coaching, it's everything. It's everything. It's not this way. It's not just Zach Wilson's fault. It's the coaching staff who has beaten it into him the last three years or two plus years of don't make mistakes, don't make mistakes. Dude, how of course you're going to be afraid throwing the football off. Yeah. All you're told is don't make mistakes. When they call plays for you that are not great plays. I think the Jets threw four passes on Sunday, more than ten yards. Yeah. Right? The when the when Patriots come into a game down three corners and they shut you down that way because we can cover all these guys one on one. What what does that tell you about the level of team you are and about the coaching that you're doing? When you're getting out coached every week. Robert Sala out coached the last two games. Brian Dable out coached all three games, just got lucky the second half of game 2 that it's worked out for him. I mean real this is this is how bad it is. I mean this is how bad it is for the Jets. It's a complete organizational failure for the Giants. It's organizational and it makes the Cowboys look like they're just another team now. Oh, well, I mean it would it
3: would go back to our original discussion from the start of the hour talking about where you start to to give up as a fan that's the type of loss that gets people in dallas saying yeah as long as jerry dot 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 which i've heard for a long long time my ex's you know dad cowboys fan since moving to dallas in the mid 80s but is convinced that so long as jerry jones hand is over mm-hmm. anything at this point mm-hmm. they're not winning and this the text messages back and forth after this loss is just like yep there they go again That was
2: all he had to say.